Hello and welcome back to the Trial Talk Podcast. I am your host, Berta Tarre-Torres, a former researcher and a science communications officer at the MRC Clinical Trials Unit at UCL. In this show, we explore the clinical trial landscape by talking to the clinicians and researchers behind the work we do. If you are interested in finding out how our research can help improve healthcare in the UK and around the world, this is your podcast. Immunotherapy drugs have changed the way we treat some cancers. They work by using the power of the immune system to eliminate the cancer. In this episode, we explore Refine, a clinical trial testing whether giving immunotherapy drugs less often results in fewer side effects while still being an effective cancer treatment. To find out more about Refine, I'm talking to Sophie Merrick, one of our clinical fellows. Welcome to the podcast, Sophie. Hi, Berta. Thanks for having me on. So I'm a medical oncology trainee and I'm currently completing my PhD at the MRCCTU at UCL um, and doing a clinical trials fellowship here. So to begin with, could you tell us what are immunotherapy drugs? Immunotherapy is a kind of broad term um, and immunotherapy treatments in general and cancer have revolutionised treatment over the past decade in many cancers such as kidney cancer, melanoma which is a type of skin cancer and sometimes of lung cancer. And within immunotherapy um, there are different types of treatment but the commonest one of those are checkpoint inhibitors. Can you tell us more about how these checkpoint inhibitors work? So what cancer cells can do is they can express proteins on their cell surface um, and we call these checkpoint proteins and those checkpoint proteins um, basically allow that tumour cell to hide from the immune system and what the immune system should be doing is recognising and destroying cancer cells but it's not able to because it can't see the cancer cells. So checkpoint inhibitors can block those checkpoint proteins, which basically restores the ability of the immune system to recognize and destroy those cells. And can you give us some examples of the most used checkpoint inhibitors to treat cancers? Um, So checkpoint inhibitors, there's lots of different types, but some common drug names that you might hear used are pembrolizumab and nivolumab and ipilimumab. And these checkpoint inhibitors, how are they given to patients? Yeah, so at the moment, we're giving these drugs every two to six weeks intravenously. And in advanced cancers, which we're talking about in the trial, they are often cancers which have spread to other parts of the body. Um, We don't really know how long we should also give those treatments for. Um, So um, often we continue them until um, the cancer progresses, or in some cases, like in the UK for melanoma, there's a two-year time point that we stop those treatments. But if you think about the frequency and attending that often, um, that can be quite a burden for patients. So these are long treatments and as you said they can last up to two years in some cases. So what about the side effects associated with checkpoint inhibitors? Yeah so the thing about immunotherapy as opposed to maybe other cancer therapies is that side effects can be really unpredictable. So some patients will sail through and have no side effects whatsoever and some patients after very few treatments will actually get very severe side effects and in some cases they might need to be admitted to hospital, might need high dose steroids and some patients might even need to go into intensive care and it's very unpredictable who's going to get those. So there's a big kind of um, research drive to try and um, reduce the impact of side effects on patients as well. And even they might be hard to predict. Can you tell us which are the most common side effects that patients experience? 
Yeah, so side effects basically come about because um, immunotherapy can make your immune system too active, which causes inflammation of parts of the body. And that could happen to any part of the body. But commonly, um, it can affect the skin, so it can cause a rash. It could affect the hormone glands, so things like your thyroid gland, which sits in your neck. Um, it could affect your bowels, um, cause inflammation there and cause diarrhea, um, affect your joints, causing pain and swelling. But really, it can affect anywhere. So um, we can see it affecting the liver, the lung, um, the heart, even kind of the nervous system or the brain. So it can affect anywhere and it can be unpredictable. So we've covered so far the burden in patients, but what about the implications in the healthcare systems? These drugs are very expensive, um, so several thousand pounds for an infusion, and obviously you're giving that very frequently. Um, so the actual drug cost is expensive, but also um, there's a lot of kind of attendant costs associated. So um, for example, these drugs need to be given in a specialist cancer centre. That's going to require a specialist cancer nurse. Um, you're going to need to have specialist pharmacists reviewing all of those treatments. Um, you're going to also need to have a review by a clinician prior to each um, dose being given, blood tests being given. So all of that is very involved. And Disappointingly, because of the costs associated with treatment, um, not just the drugs, but all of the sort of use of healthcare resources, um, these drugs aren't available to a lot of the global population who might benefit, um, which is disappointing. So is that the case that checkpoint inhibitors are mainly used in high-income countries? So we've seen um, a real increase in the use of checkpoint inhibitors in high-income countries, but we haven't seen the um, increase in a lot of um, low- and middle-income countries. Um, and actually, they have huge populations which would benefit from these drugs. Definitely. So now that we've learned what checkpoint inhibitors are and how they work, it's time to introduce the refined clinical trial. In a nutshell, Refine is testing whether people with advanced cancer can receive checkpoint inhibitors less often while still getting the same benefit in terms of treating the cancer. But what is the rationale behind this hypothesis? Typically when we designed oncology trials, we designed them um, with chemotherapy in mind. And when we design chemotherapy trials, we always design those where we would increase doses um, in patients. We'd keep increasing and we would determine the maximum dose that someone could tolerate. And then that dose would become the standard dose and go forward. And when we had immunotherapy, we kind of designed the trials in the same way. So we kept trying to titrate up to the maximum dose. But actually, um, in many types of immunotherapy, like the ones in Refine, we never achieved that maximum tolerated dose. Um, and furthermore, research since has indicated that probably... Um, we the each dose boosts the immune system for longer than we previously thought. So we could actually give these drugs less often and still potentially have the same effect on the cancer, but obviously benefits to patients would be improved quality of life from not attending as often, potentially reduced side effects, and then there'd be benefits to the healthcare system in terms of reduced resource use and reduced drug costs as well. In Refine, we are talking about advanced cancers. But what are the types of cancers that are included in the trial? Yeah, so Refine um, 
is a basket trial, and that means that it's got different cohorts of different cancers within it. Um, the first cohort that we opened was kidney cancer, and um, more recently we've just opened a melanoma cohort. And within melanoma, you can treat it with two different types of immunotherapy drugs, so there's going to be two groups within that. Um, so kidney cancer and melanoma at the moment, and it's worth mentioning that there's another trial that we're sort of running in parallel with at Imperial called Refined Lung, and they're testing a similar approach in um, lung cancer. Refine will be looking at the same hypothesis, both in melanoma and kidney cancer. Can you tell us more about the design of the trial? Refine is a basket trial and what that means is that it's got different cancer types within it and um, so we sometimes call those cohorts but they're just groups of different cancers so um, kidney cancer would be one of those, melanoma would be another one of those. Um, it's also um, a multi-stage trial so the first stage of the trial which we've um, recently started is stage one and that's basically looking at um, giving a treatment less often by doubling the amount of time in between treatments. So for example example, one of the drugs we're giving is called nivolumab. That's normally given every four weeks, but we give it every eight weeks. Then we will go on to the second stage, and that will test different um, intervals in between treatments, and that will depend on the results from stage one. So we're in stage one at the moment, but stage two will test different intervals. And who is eligible to take part in the first stage of the trial? Patients should have received their initial 12 weeks of standard um, immune checkpoint inhibition before they entered the trial. And basically at their initial assessment scan, so that could be with a CT or a PET scan, um, their cancer should be stable or responding to be able to enter into the trial. And that's the main kind of eligibility criteria. And moving on into outcomes, can you talk about the main outcomes that the trial will measure to assess if the new treatment schedule is as effective as the current one? The primary outcome, which is basically the main outcome that we want to find out from the trial, is something called progression-free survival. And that's um, looking at whether or not the cancer has progressed after nine months on the trial. And if we have that initial 12 weeks or three months running period, that's after a year of immunotherapy. There's also some secondary outcomes, so those are kind of other things that are important but not as important as the primary outcome, um, and those include overall survival, quality of life, um, side effect measurements, which we call toxicity, um, and then some health economic measurements as well. And we'll also be looking at the feasibility of running you know, a, a phase three trial as well. And how many patients are you aiming to recruit for the stage one of the trial? So we're aiming to recruit 160 patients to each cohort. So that's 160 for kidney cancer, 160 for melanoma within the ones receiving ipilimumab and nivolumab, and another 160 for the melanoma receiving pembrolizumab. So three groups of 160 patients each. Exactly, yeah. And the trial is based in the UK, right? Yes, so this is a UK-based trial um, and we'll be recruiting to um, 15 to 20 sites across the UK. And do you have an idea on when to expect the first set of results from the trial? Yeah, we hope that we would get some results by the end of 2025, um, but that will all depend on kind of recruitment um, and how things go. Well, hopefully we finish 2025 with some exciting results from Refine. Now, apart from giving checkpoint inhibitors less often, which is what Refine is looking at, uh, one can think about other ways to optimize how checkpoint inhibitors are used in cancer. For example, giving less amount of drug or shortening the duration of the treatments. 
So are there any other trials looking into these questions? Yeah, so there's actually a large number of trials running internationally which are looking at the question of optimization of immune checkpoint inhibition. So there are a number of trials looking at um, giving the treatment less often or extending the interval. Um, I know there's a large one called Pulse, which has just opened in France, um, and there are there are a few other trials running like that. There are also some trials looking at giving a lower dose of immunotherapy, for example, one at the Netherlands looking at reducing the dose by 25%. Um, and then there are also some trials which are looking at um, stopping treatment um, at some point because we also don't know, you know, how long we need to give immunotherapy for. So there's a big kind of um, global effort to try and optimise these immunotherapy treatments. And I know you're also contributing to these global efforts by running a study called OPTIC as part of your PhD. So could you explain us what OPTIC is about Optic is a um, study looking at patient views and perspectives of these different ways of optimizing immunotherapy. So as I mentioned earlier, there's a kind of international effort looking at different ways you can optimize three main ways you could do that. Firstly, looking at how long overall you give them for. Secondly, how often you give them. And thirdly, what dose you give. Um, But there isn't uh, much data at all about patient views about those different approaches. And so OPTIC um, has recruited patients with kidney cancer and melanoma to understand what their views of these different optimizations approaches are, um, to understand what their kind of perceived um, barriers to entering a clinical trial like that are, what would um, encourage them to open to enter that kind of clinical trial, and also how we kind of communicate these trials with patients, because they can be complex to communicate and how to kind of do that most effectively for patients. So um, yeah, that's ongoing at the moment. That sounds like a very relevant piece of research where you're focusing on patients and their experiences on navigating these complex trials. So how was the process of engaging with patients affected by these cancers? We've been really lucky to have um, great collaborations with um, different patient and public involvement um, representatives and different charities. So, for example, Action Kidney Cancer have really helped us um, from the kidney cancer perspective um, and Melanoma Focus, um, which is the kind of leading melanoma charity, have really helped us with sort of recruiting patients from a melanoma perspective. Um, So it's been really kind of eye-opening. We've run a number of focus groups with patients now um, and we hope to release kind of results of that towards the end of this year or next year. And are you hoping that the information collected from OPTIC will help informing and improving the way we run future trials that use checkpoint inhibitors? Exactly. And that's something that we really don't have um, data on at the moment on patient views. So so that will really help us and hopefully inform future sort of trial design as well. Amazing work. Watch the space for some results from the OPTIC study. So we are coming into an end. Uh, Is there anything else you want to add, Sophie? I just wanted to add um, a huge thank you to our funder. So John Moulton Charity has funded the Refine trial. So a huge thank you to them. Um, also a thank you to Cancer Research UK who um, have funded my position and um, have funded part of the OPTIC study. Um, and I guess the biggest thank you of all should go to the patients um, who've taken part um, in kind of driving this research forward. And thank you to everyone who's taken part in the OPTIC study as well. Definitely. Thank you very much to all the participants. And before we finish, 
where can we go to find more information about Refine or about Optic? If you want to find out more about Refine, if you look at the MRCCTU website, um, you can find the Refine page on there and that's got a link to our trial website. Um, And that's also got a link to our recently published protocol paper, which outlines the trial in a lot of detail. Um, If you want to find out more about Optic and the the work we're doing looking at patient perspectives, um, that's also got a link on there to Optic as well. And we've got patient information sheets on there. Just to say as well, if you want to find out more broadly about immunotherapy or kidney cancer or melanoma, um, the charity websites that we've been working with are really fantastic. So Melanoma Focus, uh, they've done a lot of work on patient information um, and they've got really nice explanations of melanoma and immunotherapy and Action Kidney Cancer have also got some really useful information on there. Great. Thank you very much, Sophie. And thanks everyone for listening. We will see you again for the next episode of The Trial Talk.